Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack, the weekly Nintendo show on the PSVG Podcast Network. My name is Donnie Reese. I'm joined each and every week by Miss Rebecca. Hello. Hello. And Garrett Bland. Hey. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Not too bad. Guys, ready for episode 162? Absolutely. Boy. It's going to be exciting. We got some rumors that we're going to talk about on the docket tonight, floating around Nintendo land. We're going to talk about some of our plans upcoming in the next few weeks and uh, and lots, lots more. But before we do, let's thank those that help keep the boat afloat over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you, Calo, Barry Cathcart, Josh Borboni, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Michael Massick, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Philhaber, Paul Calico, Rude Days 93, Rob Emanuel, Grouchy Surge, and Ben Moxham. For all that you do. Uh, we got a long list of stuff here, mm-hmm. but I imagine you guys are playing Age of Calamity still. How are you guys doing it? Doing all right. It's slow for me. Yeah. <laughs> Making progress. Slow, but sure progress. Not Same. that I don't want to play. I've just been very busy this week. Sure. And I feel like um, I, I've mostly only been playing the story part of it on stream, and I've been doing a lot of the side stuff off stream um, is kind of how I've been doing it. Um, I don't know, Garrett, if you want to yeah, say what, I, you're, what you've been doing. I am 30 hours into this game. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm still not done with it. It's so many side missions. Oh, yeah. And I just yeah. want to do them all. Yeah. There are so many icons on that freaking map. And whenever you get a new character, there's 50 more icons that goes on that map. Mm-hmm. And then you defeat another 25 icons and another 25 pops up. It's just never ending. What chapter are you map. on right now? I'm on chapter seven. Okay, you're a lot further than I am. I have probably about 18 hours right now, and mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of chapter five. Yeah, um, that sounds so that's about kind of right. like where the story is like kind of starting to kick in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the characters that I've been getting, cool, unique, very unique characters all around. Um, I don't want to spoil anything too much, um, but I have new favorite characters. Ooh. Let's just say that. Not just um, not Impa anymore. Well, Impa's still there. No, she's she's top. She's always number one. But I got some other favorites as well. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a ride. I'm I'm ready to get done though. I think I'll get it done this weekend, and then head on over to new games. For me, I've kind of been feeling like when I'm not playing it, I don't really want to be playing it. But when mm-hmm. I am playing it, I'm very into it and like very like, okay, I want to keep going. I want to keep doing more of these. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of weird. I, I haven't really felt that with a game um, like that in a while um, where it's like the opposite of kind of like right now I'm not playing it. And it's like, well, I don't need to be playing it right now, which is the opposite of how I should be feeling about a Zelda game. Yeah. Like I said, like when I am playing it, I can't stop. I think it's kind of just that repetitiveness of like doing all the different missions with um, like capturing the outpost. It's a lot very much of the same. I am starting to get to uh, the things that Donnie, you didn't like so much about it. And I'm understanding where your criticisms of it were coming from. I don't necessarily agree with all of those myself, but I understand them a lot more. Like I see now more what your. What chapter um, are you in? 
I'm in five. Like it, mm-hmm. I, I can see now where yeah. the story's going, where people let's, let's put <laughs> are a pin saying in that. that they don't like. <laughs> let's wait but until we beat this. I was going to ask <laughs> yeah. if you guys, now that you guys are a little further along, Garrett, I mean, you're, you're closer here to the end. If yeah. you feel like any of my criticism was invalid. No, it's not. It's not invalid. I don't I think. think it's invalid. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand like, like I respect your viewpoint of like where the story went. Mm-hmm. I know where I'm it's okay going. With it. yeah. I know exactly where it's going. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to see if there's a twist at the end, though, because I, I know some people are. I don't know. <laughs> that face you're getting. I don't know. I was going to make an expression, but I feel like that would spoil it. So I'm, I'm yeah. trying my best. Not. I'm just going to not move. But yeah. I have seen a lot of because <laughs> not just you, but other people are having about the story. And I get it. If it's going the way that I think it's going to go, I'm OK with it. I'm OK um, with it. Yeah. It's very Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. Hopefully that doesn't spoil it. It's very <laughs> Nintendo. Um, well, but honestly, my biggest complaint wasn't necessarily the story. My mm-hmm. biggest complaint with the story is it's not what I wanted the story to be. Mm-hmm. A la Last of Us, same thing. Last I was going to make that comparison, exactly. Donnie. I was going to make the comparison that if the story isn't where you want it to go, you're not a big fan of it, which I think we're very different in that respect. Like, I get that and I respect that. You know, you want certain things out of games. I'm more what is the story giving me? I have, I guess, sure. I don't I don't need it to be what entitled. I want. I'm almost disappointed if I'm it's what I want. entitled gamer. See, I, I'm different because <laughs> if it's if they give me exactly what I want, it's a little bit boring for me. It's what I expected. It's what I wanted. It's, I'd rather them surprise me. Sure. And I'm all for that as well. I just I want it to be substantial or or have um, like some meaning importance to it. or significant. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that would be my claims with this story because okay. I really don't think it's substantial at all. Okay. That's um, right. But honestly, my, in, my issues with this game is not really the story. The story, even though it's not what I want, I enjoyed. I said that yeah. there are moments that make it enjoyable. My issues really the missions and how they set up the missions and the things that you do in the missions. It's very repetitive. I do feel the repetitive is starting to kick in for sure. It's yeah, a the, lot. Of there's the only thing. so many times I can fight, you know, a Hinox. Uh, there's only so many times I can fight a Lionel. Get ready <laughs> yeah. for that. I'm sure I'll have yeah, more. Get ready for more of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, and um, the pilot missions. That is, I think, a bigger criticism for me than mm-hmm. anything story-wise. The story, I'm very, I'm still good with it. It's not what I was expecting either, but I don't mind that. I, it has its moments. Um, Kyle tweeted at us. And it's very spoilerific, so I didn't use it tonight. But if anybody doesn't care about it, they can go to our, our Shack feed and see it. Yeah, it kind of goes there, and there's some flavor and some feelings there that that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not what I wanted. I think in a few weeks, once you know, once me and Garrett have beaten it, and most people have beat it, you know, when we can talk a little bit more freely about it, we'll have to revisit it and kind of give more in depth thoughts. Do about some spoilers. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's crush all the spoilers. Let's do it. Let's crush people's dreams. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, the game I was going to talk about was Blood Roots, which has been on my list to talk about for like two months. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what this game was, but it was on sale before Black Friday, like a long time ago, like at the beginning of the month or something. I've, I've owned it for a while. I don't, I don't know exactly when, but I got it for like a dollar. It's like $2 or something. It was like a dollar 50 or something. I don't know what it was. Legit one of my favorite indie games of the year. And I think... This year overall, and I have not researched this, so maybe I'm just forgetting a few things. This year overall, I feel like has been a little lackluster for me in the indie department, where last year, I think I had five indie games in my top 10 of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like this game. 
it's very much in the vein of like Ape Out or Katana Zero. Okay. Um, Hotline Miami. Very yeah. much like Hotline yeah, yeah. Miami. Um, great, really great action game. Um, runs pretty good on Switch. Not great. I don't know if I'd say it's as great as those games. It's just very much like those games. It's very addictive. Very addictive to get into a loop. Like you start a, uh, a little mission level and uh, mm-hmm. you basically have to go through, kill all the enemies. Um, if you get hit once, start all over, wash, rinse, and repeat. And then there are little chemical reactions and items and weapons that you can pick up through the level as you go. So you could light things on fire, or you could jump on a nice. barrel and like roll into people, or you can pick up a carrot and hit somebody or like a turkey. <laughs> um, certain weapons let you do stuff. So if you pick up like a, like a, they have like these rakes, it lets you like pole vault. Other weapons you can throw. Nice. So it kind of becomes like this little, you know, I don't know, this little like setup. And you kind of set up a plan, like a run, like that Katana Zero type thing. Like, I'm going to go here, I'm going to use this to get that guy, and then I'm going to jump over and do this and do that. And uh, it's it's really, really quite good. It's got really cool animation. Very bloody. It's very bloody, but not like Doom grotesque bloody. It's very cartoony, almost like Samurai Jack bloody. Is it top down like Hotline Miami? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, It's not exactly... Top down, but yeah, that is perspective. You're looking kind of down. You know, it's got like a little bit of an angle to it. It's not exactly yeah, like isometric. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really good, and I've had it for a while, and I got it super cheap. And that's probably why I'm even higher on it. I, I don't know exactly. I don't even know what it costs, but it's been on my list for weeks. And for all the things we've gotten to do, I haven't gotten to it. So I just wanted to make sure I got that plug in on this show early. I really like it. It's good. Nice. Nice. I did games. get some games. Ooh, what you get? Sale. I got um, Gunvolt Chronicles. The, oh yeah, you know what? yeah. I got the latest of the series. I played Azure Striker, the first two yep. on Switch. Really enjoyed them. So I'm gonna play the third entry into that. It's a completely different character. It's like 3ds, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the first you. two are in 3ds. Yes. You, you and made they, me question oh. it there when you were like on Switch. I'm like, wait a second, those are old. <laughs> Yeah, they, they ported it to Switch, uh, and I reviewed that on Switch. And so I'm playing the third one, and then Blaster Master Zero for like four bucks. Nice. So I've heard I'll, that's good. I'll I'll play a couple of those this weekend. My Can't Mario wait. Sonic came today. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but it arrived mm. in the mail today. Nice. nice. Yeah. I've been going back old school again. Uh, I started last Sunday and finished it up this past Sunday, Metroid Zero Mission. Nice. Um, I did my full Zero Suit Samus cosplay while oh. I was streaming it. I've right. been wanting to play more Metroid games for a very long time because the only one that I've ever beat was Super Metroid. Um, and I played most of Prime 1, but I haven't finished it. Um, but I've been wanting to get into Metroid more. So I did Zero Mission. It's very short. It's very easy. If you want to get into a Metroid game, this is the one to do. It's short. It's easy. Like it, it's, I don't know if um, any other Metroid games do it, but it, it actually like kind of guides you and like tells you where to like a suggested where to go next. So in most Metroid games, you can kind of like go in several different orders um, to get the items. But in this one, it, it guides you a little bit more. Um, the battles are pretty easy. I, I, I died a couple times. Nothing like there's save, uh, save stations. Um, they're, mm-hmm. they're plentiful. Um, so if you're looking to get into Metroid, that's a good one to start with. Um, I really enjoyed it and it makes me want to play even more Metroid. Nice. Um, besides cool. that, I haven't really been doing much else. I've been so busy this week. <laughs> I've been, I've been playing, uh, Xbox more than anything else. Yeah. And then that, and then working on my kitchen. That's what I've been up to. 
Nice. Working in Age of Calamity. And then yeah. putting all my ROMs onto the Retroid Pocket. Oh. I got that GBA ROMs all in there. Oh, I'm, I, ready, I'm the ready hype, to go. The hype got to you. Yeah, it did. <laughs> so much hype. <laughs> now I have a backlog I'll never finish. <laughs> That's okay. All right, let's hop over into this week in Nintendo and uh, Doom Eternal. Got a date. It's out next week, wow. December 8th. It's like just like a few days, right? Weren't we starting to think that it was canceled on Switch? Well, uh, so, uh, yeah. GameStop canceled anybody that ordered it physically mm. about three weeks ago. Like, if you had a pre-order, they just canceled. They just called you and they're like, it's canceled. And, because there's no physical, right? Right. So then, then right. Doom came out and said, well, there's not going to be a physical release. It's going to be digital only. Which led, I was one of the people that was like, maybe they're going to move to streaming because I am so excited to see what Digital Foundry has to say about this game. It'll be interesting. The little trailer that they showed looked pretty good. Didn't look great. Looked pretty good. It looked playable. Looked Did better than I expected. Sure I'm not going to lie to you. It's panic button that's yeah. doing the port. It is panic button that's doing the port. It is panic the button. They, panic they're button. miracle workers. It's going to work. Even with their miracle work, this looks better than Doom and Wolf 2. Just yeah. in the little bit that I've seen, it should. It looks it should. better. They've had you know better better practice with it. Better you know I'm more. Still not more complicated game. I'm still not convinced. We'll see. Mm. I'm not convinced either. I think they showed I, you the now, best that this game has to show us. It probably won't be perfect. Sure, of course it it won't be. No, I think it'll look the best it can be. On, that's on never Switch. been my expectation level. It's a tablet. I 100 like you've got to make a concession. Mm-hmm. The question is whether or not the concessions are worth it. Yeah. Right. And that's, I mean, I was very impressed. Look, I've said a lot of things about this game. I'm ready to eat crow. I would happily eat crow because Doom Eternal, I love. You guys have been on our mm-hmm. Discord. You know. I feel like I'm, like, me and Elaine are the only people that love that. I love Doom Eternal. I'm going to play it this week. I think it's an amazing yeah. game um, as a shooter, but here's the difference. I love all the platforming, and everybody else on the team is like, I hate Doom with platforming. And I was like, this is the best platforming I've ever oh, done in a shooter. I, maybe so, I wouldn't like it then. <laughs> it has. And that's the that's always been my concern with it on Switch. The traversal in that game yes. is grand. It's mm. towering. It's long, big geometry. And I'm just like, man, these areas so big and so many enemies. And the the the, the action is so frantic. How does this work on Switch? <laughs> um <laughs> Panic button. I, we'll see. I, I'm. I'm okay. There was an interview on Nintendo World Report. I posted in our Discord where they got an interview with the Panic Button folks, and they really wouldn't go on record. They wouldn't say anything about resolution. They did say it was dynamic. They said it changed a lot, um, which is to be expected. Um, but they wouldn't say anything about that. They wouldn't say anything about performance. Um, but from what they were showing, and then kind of how they were speaking, my guess is. Um, you know, 720, maybe handheld, maybe a little lighter. Uh, maybe it gets to like 900 docked, maybe 1080p in some sections. That's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. And I would expect the enemy count to be lessened. That was yeah. kind of my big takeaway is I, I expect there not so to be as no many enemies. There's, yeah, okay. That would well, be my guess eh. that they may trade off a little bit. And we'll see. I'm excited. I'm really excited to see mm. the Digital Foundry thing. And for Corp Blanche, for our listeners, I'm not going to buy this on Switch. It was never going to happen. Not close. Um, got it on Game Pass, played it on Xbox. Like, that's that's where I'm going to play it. That's where I tell anybody that could play it to play it. But I know there's a lot of people that just have Switch. And if that's the only way you got it, play a great game. I love this game. I think Doom Eternal yeah. is way better than Doom 2016. But I apparently, 
uh, in the minority on that one. <laughs> I just saw Joe after work tweeting. Uh, it's the most Switch fan club tweet ever. It's like, I could get it $1 to get three months of Game Pass to play this on PC. But no, I'm going to pay 60 bucks next week. That is the perfect <laughs> psyche into a Nintendo but fan's heart. the right lore there. of the portability, like the, the no, nature of the Switch. It's not. I feel He's like streaming They it. just want to support there, Nintendo. You, okay, but you know there's people like that. There is. Oh, I, I yeah. get it. And I, I don't mean him specifically, but there's going to be people who will get it just because portable. it's portably and because they have a Switch and that's what's convenient for them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. why I would. Can't argue with that. I had somebody reach out to me and go, hey, should I get Phoenix Rising on Switch? And he has an Xbox. I'm like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> why would you buy? And it's in, but it, I understand it as a Nintendo fan. I understand like wanting to support stuff on Nintendo, um, valuing your Switch library more than you do. Or they give games away for a dollar. Like, there's actually some conditioning, like some psychoanalysis stuff on why people do that stuff. Like, that's a real thing. I don't want to be a hypocrite because I got Witcher 3 and Skyrim on Switch. And Witcher 3, whew. I, I recently played that doc and I'm like, nah, that's that's some fog glasses <laughs> right over that filter right there. You told and us for like, so nah. long. It was so good. It's playable. <laughs> On Wasn't Switch, that our benchmark? Playable Witcher It's a Switch-like screen. It's crisp. But on Doc, no. I, <laughs> I've never been more excited to watch Digital Foundry video. I yeah, hope, it'll be interesting. I hope for everything that it's an amazing port and it's what everybody wants. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm hoping they pulled it off. We will see. It definitely, I would say, I, I really want to see side-by-sides. I was getting the sense that it felt like a little cartoonier than I remembered it. But I hadn't played this mm. game since like March but I was definitely, I was like, maybe they went easier on the textures. Maybe. Oh, maybe. They did. But they I, I didn't study that could, it. That could give it a more cartoony look. Yeah, I didn't study it, but that was my, just from that little trailer, that was like kind of my initial takeaway. I was like, oh, it's a little different. It's still Doom Eternal, but slight, mm-hmm. slightly different. The way I see it is, who cares about that if you're playing a fun game that. Works? Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, and, and if anything, I don't. If anything, that actually might make me want to play it more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like cartoony stuff. Like, I think it's great. Yeah. Um, it's worth mentioning that the DLC is coming later. Uh, the game is cut down to 18.8 gigs, does include gyro controls, uh, and it will include the battle mode 2v1 multiplayer. Oh, cool. Worried about any of that? Like the multiplayer, it's somewhat fully featured. They did commit to the DLC coming, it's just not at launch. And, uh, yeah, 18 gigs. That's nice. Yeah, that's not bad. Remember like 2k on Switch is like 34. No. Yeah, it doesn't fit on carts. <laughs> and it actually bodes to think like if it's only 18, why aren't they doing a physical release? Uh, the cost. Maybe. Yeah. They're just know. not expecting the game to sell that well. But Doom sold really well. Uh, physically on Switch? I maybe so. they su- Really? But I okay. don't think Wolf did though. Oh, okay. I don't think Wolf did. And Wolf, I know Wolf Young too? Blood, I don't think Youngblood did at all. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyway. I'm very, very excited about the next news topic that I put. Rumor. New Nintendo Switch sports game coming from Camelot. Over on Reset Era, user Zippo, who does have a track record of both accurate mm. and inaccurate leaks. So take this with a grain of salt. Uh, he was right on like Paper Mario, right? But he's also said that Metro is coming. never showed up. So, you know, it's how credible you give him. But he says that a new... Mario sports game is coming from Camelot in the first half of 2021, but he doesn't know what it is, but golf would be a safe assumption, which Mm. I would agree with. 
I, I do. I, we've talked about it on this show multiple times. I think golf is up next. If you study Camelot, they typically rotate tennis and golf, and then they throw in a mega mix in that rotation. Gotcha. And of all the studios and subsidiaries that Nintendo works with, Camelot seems to be up next, right? Like we've got, um, who have we got? We got Next Level and Intel, like Intel Intelligent Systems. They've done games, like they they've done their games, right? Yeah. Um, Hal, they did Kirby Fighters Two and and Box Boy, and like they've done their games. It's been a minute. Like it seems like Camelot would be next. Yeah, I think what what else has Camelot been working on since tennis? That's Is it. it just tennis? Just tennis. Exactly. So they have to be working mm. on this. It, it makes sense. And Mario Golf World Tour was good on not just good Very critically, successful. was successful yeah. on 3DS. That game sold yeah. well for a golf game. So I would expect them to revisit it and uh I couldn't be more excited. Now, if this is sports mix and includes horse racing, <laughs> I'm gonna be so upset. I'm just gonna cry. Mario on a horse. <laughs> I don't know why they continue to do that, but somewhere they have uh, data that suggests that people like playing that game. Um, all right, so I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about this rumor, and if you'd rather see something like Strikers Baseball. or Sluggers. Or, I yeah. want to see Sluggers. I never got to play Slug Super Mario Sluggers. I want anyone. It mm. won't be, but it'll definitely be golf. It's good. Sluggers I, is fun. I would, I would prefer Sluggers for sure. That's the only sport that I really like, to be gotcha. honest. I, I would like Strikers, but Strikers again- Strikers is also fun. It's it's very fun game, but as it makes sense that golf would be the next yeah. kind of sport definitely. game. Okay. Definitely. I think that's easier for them to make than something like Strikers or Sluggers, and it's probably more popular in the long run. Listen, you two. Yeah. In the fine print of you joining the show, yeah. you committed to playing Mario Golf with me on launch day. Wait, did we? We did. <laughs> you better buy this game because we are going to play the absolute hell out of it. We're going to play this okay, game that might me. all year long. I am. I so with Mario uh, World Tour, Mario Golf World Tour, we did weekly tournaments that we called. I think we called like the Lunch Break Open. Um, nice. The greatest thing about Mario Golf is that you can play whenever you want. We don't all have to coordinate. We don't have to sit down and play together. Everybody can log in and whenever they have a chance, and they can log their round. Ooh. And I would set up all kinds of wacky rules. So we do one round with like, you know, uh, power ups and we do another one that was only nine holes. And next week we do 18 holes and like, you know, mix up the courses and stuff. And uh, you guys already know my affinity for golf games and mm-hmm. Mario Golf World Tour was my probably my favorite. I love the absolute mess of that game. Played it for hundreds of hours. It's my Animal Crossing. So you got to be there. Listeners, you got to be there. We're going to play it. We're going to do all the tournaments. We're going to play together. I'll probably stream. I don't even Ooh, want to. Oh, I don't even like stream. streaming, but I will pull all the stuff <laughs> you're, you're out to play Mario streaming. Golf. Big I will, deal. I will dig all the stuff out of the closet and we will stream and I'll, I'll maybe do like Friday night golf nights or something where people can jump in. We can actually play live together right. or something. You've convinced me. I Stop had me. tennis and I sold it. Um, mm. So I, I, I would do golf if you guys played it. Ah, man, I wanted to try out the tennis game, but I didn't. It's I not really good. good. I just didn't play it much. Really? It's and not it was good? fine. It was fine. It was like average mm. to good. Yeah. It was better than the Wii U one, for sure, but okay. not, not great. Okay. They Sounds haven't good. done... My issue with tennis is that the core gameplay is good. I think that maybe with the last one with Aces, they may have went a little too far. They made it too gimmicky. Yeah, it's they a little did. too gimmicky. But the I core don't want yeah. gimmicky. Gameplay, I just give me regular tennis. The core gameplay is good. The problem is they haven't found a way to like work around the edges and embellish that core game right. like mm-hmm. they have golf. Golf has all kinds of like wacky courses and power ups and things that make sense in the universe. They haven't done any of that to tennis, really. 
Like they tried it with like their little, they've got the little mission, like mm-hmm. the little solo, but it's just challenges. It's just like, hey, beat this It was boring. It's boring. I think tennis is hard to, to make <laughs> it, it you know, it, spice it, it yeah, up. Yeah, definitely right? get it. Uh, so. Can I be Waluigi? Yeah. In Mario Golf Suite. I think so. I would never pick Waluigi, but I'm pretty sure you can. (laughs) I I will be Waluigi. Um, The other thought that I had that I did postulate on Twitter is, do you think this impacts Sports Story 2 at all? Is there any good or bad that this might have with that game? Not at all. What if they were planning on launching in the spring too? That's fine. You think they'll still launch? Yes. Sure. I totally think they'll push. Really? I don't think I don't. they would want to release. They don't. You don't want to be the indie golf game. And I know that sports different still, different audience. I know that, I think. but it's still like it's just a big release. I, I think what I would point to is like uh, what we've seen with Jules and Chicken Wiggle. Right? He released Chicken Wiggle, and then they did mm-hmm. Mario Maker on 3DS, and he's like it crushed Chicken Wiggle. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, okay, but that's the same kind of game. Sports Story isn't just golf. That's a good point. I and I knew that, and some and then that's what they like, we were talking about on, on Twitter, and I agree. But I think to a lot of people, it is golf game. You know, I think I think a lot of people just look at it because it's you know mm. it's the sequel to Golf Story. I don't think it will. Okay, all right. I hope not. I mean, I, I think it'll not. be fine. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Just don't release it on the same day. <laughs> just don't do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. At least a week apart. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that'd be, be great. Fine. Yeah. Do we have uh we have a question? You want to do David's question? Oh, we do. David wanted to know. Let's say they made a Mario football game. Who would you want on your dream team in specific positions, like quarterback, running back, wide receiver, etc.? And why? What special abilities do you think they would have in this game? Yeah, Rebecca, what do you think? <laughs> David, I have no idea, <laughs> but I think Donnie might have an answer. <laughs> uh, I did sit down. I love this question when we got it. So thank you so much, David. And I sat down and I did try to give you uh. The, the the old college try here. Okay, <laughs> so you get you get Mar you get Mario football. I think you have three down linemen on both sides, so you don't have like a full offense. It's not like Madden. It's like an arcadey version of Madden. So your offense and defensive line, you've got three people, and I think you make up the offensive defensive lines and kind of like the ancillary positions with like generic Super Mario folks, right? So obviously, Charging Chuck, Super Mario World Charging Chuck okay. football player. He's the lineman, right? Big guy down in front. What about Donkey Kong? I'm getting there. Okay. And then you surround the ancillary positions that you're not controlling, like the teammates that you don't pick, right? I'm thinking of this like strikers. I'm taking like a strikers approach to this. Okay. So like, you know, on strikers, you pick like one or two people and then they'd fill in with like Koopas, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm doing the same thing. So Charging Chuck, Shy Guy, Koopa Troopa, Goomba, and the Hammer Bros. Definitely the Hammer Bros. They look like football players, <laughs> right? So you take <laughs> those. Those are your ancillary people, right? They're playing the positions that you don't pick. Then you pick five people to be on your team, and they play five positions. So quarterback, running back, two mm-hmm. wide receivers, and I'm putting a flex. I'll just call it that, a flex. Could line up a tight end. Could line up as a receiver. Could be a second running back. Whatever you want, but it's a flex. It's like a wild card. Just pick one more. And then on defense, you do the same. Two defensive linemen, two linebackers, and one secondary player, like safety corner. And you pick out like Mario, Luigi, Yoshi, Donkey Kong to fill those spots. And then obviously every one of them have their own attributes, right? Mario is average across the board. Mm-hmm. Donkey Kong super slow. Maybe he can throw the ball a mile, right? Like he can fling yeah, the ball all over the much. place, you know, uh, make Yoshi fast or something. I don't know. Like you do something like that. 
And uh, I think this is an amazing idea. I'm upset that they've never done it. I love football games. And I think a Mario football game. And again, I'm looking at this from if you're if you're trying to picture in your head, I'm looking at this from behind the line of scrimmage point of view, like Madden, like NCAA football, but in an arcadey way. Right. Think about it. like Toad is the Toad is the referee. Mm-hmm. So he's got the stripes. Right. But but Toad it. is just not just the referee. He's everybody. He's the referee. He's the sideline judge. He's the coach. <laughs> he's the announcer. Just Toad's everywhere. That's right. Fun. I want to hear his voice. Like yeah. Yeah. I think this would be hilarious. I, I love this idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I mean, I it's basically strikers. The idea is strikers. The strikers mm-hmm. but football. American I want Dixie football. Kong to be a running back and her special ability is just like grab the ball and then just helicopter. Yeah, she gets to fly over everything. For a yeah, period. she just gets some. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's the thing that I love about Football Heroes Turbo, which you guys have heard me talk about, is everybody on the field has a special move that you can pull off after like a certain, it has like a cooldown. So every mm-hmm. three turns or something. So like one dude can just like block at people and electrocute everybody. One quarterback can just hit it and makes everybody fall down on the entire field. Everybody just falls down. <laughs> um, other people get to go super fast. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think Birdo would be an amazing quarterback. <gasps> I love yeah. if she shot the ball, yeah, just catapult the yes. ball. Right? It would be so much field. fun. This game would be a blast. I would love it. It'd I don't even like so football, good. and you've just convinced me that that would be a very fun game. Yeah, Nintendo hire Donnie. We need a Mario game or a Mario football game. Right? Yoshi now. could be a, who kicks stuff. Could Yoshi be a kicker. Like his little his little leg, he's like he, he can <laughs> he can hit the football at flutter. the ground flutter. like flutter <laughs> and then launches the football. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if he was on defense and he could throws the eggs. He throws eggs, so he could. Be oh, a... he could catch with his tongue. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's, that's good. True. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm liking this football I game like actually. It. It'd be yeah. good. Give it to the uh, mutant football league people. Let them make a Mario football game. Mm-hmm. It'd be good because they do all the crazy stuff, power ups, but they rip each other's head off and stuff. But like, do it, but Mario, do it, but Nintendo. Yeah, I'd be totally down. I just, I just want a football game on Switch. I, <laughs> I think it le- would sell, man. I want a legit good American football game on Switch. I don't care who does it, but somebody freaking do it already. <laughs> I'm about to start my own damn studio and make a football <laughs> game for Switch. Like, how does football not sell? Like, you can't. The Madden people cannot tell me they won't sell a million copies of Madden on Switch. It's impossible. They absolutely will sell. They would. Yeah, they would. It's too popular yeah. not to. Uh, and Mario would as well. Yeah, Mario would as well. So if you had a good IP, mm-hmm. yeah, you'd sell in a heartbeat. Um, okay, next one. Switch firmware 11.0.0 is out now. Before we get into all the things it does, because that's really not all that noteworthy, this had all kinds of people buzzing that Game Boy Advance and stuff was coming because they put the Nintendo <laughs> Switch Online icon on the home screen. Yeah. This has been a thing, and maybe it is. I mean, that's not I a- tend to agree, and not. I mean, the Game Boy Advance was the rumor at the time, but I do think they prepped this page in anticipation of adding stuff to the online service. Absolutely agree. I think Definitely. it makes sense. You don't Definitely. put it on the homepage just to leave it there and not do anything yeah. with it, for sure. They would have done that when it came out. I, yeah. I opened it I was like, oh, okay. Okay, I see what you're doing. Because that's <laughs> that's the reason nobody's playing it. It's because it's not on the homepage. Like, we have to be reminded. <laughs> that's not the yeah. reason. Um, but before we get into that, other things. Uh, so the Nintendo Switch Home on icon is added to the main theme, which mm-hmm. I shared my thoughts for. I think it's annoying. <laughs> I use that I word very purposely. Think I, I think it's very yeah. annoying that it's there. I don't like that you don't have the option to put it there. I don't like how they put it there. Um, it's just there. And it's super red. 
just bright <laughs> red, red right on the Hell home screen. Draw your eyes to get you to look at it and then thus buy Nintendo Switch Online. Absolutely. As somebody who designs UX, I understand exactly what they did telling you I don't like it. <laughs> don't like what they've done. Uh, I think they're better than that. And uh, it really clashes with the whole theme. I think it looks yep. better if you play the white theme. If you do the white theme on your Switch, all the other icon colors, I think, pop more than they do with like the gray black theme that you put on it. Um, but that said, I just don't like it. And that's a personal thing. Um, when using software with the same Nintendo account linked to multiple systems. Hello, that's me. Uh, that's cool. Your stuff will automatically download. You don't have to go manually push it, um, which is awesome. Now, this is already kind of the case because you can set automatic downloads. But I think it's yeah. like when you close the game, it automatically sets off to do it. I think that before so cool. it might have been running off of like some sort of task scheduler. Because it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like immediate. It would just and not, do it randomly. And there's specific games that yeah. you still have to yep. manually transfer. Does that does that change anything at all? You have to. I think now it's automatic unless you turn it off. I see. Which is okay. cool. But I will tell you, as somebody who does float across multiple systems, I actually have most of that disabled because I want to pick and choose. Because I was a little fearful that something would might get overwritten. So I want to like pick and choose exactly what I'm pulling and what I'm putting up to make sure I'm always kind of keeping my you know my save. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. 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 So um, the new trending feature was added to the user page. I kind of like that feature, yeah? to be honest with you. Did you check it out at all? All no. I saw was it's like 15 of your friends is playing Mario. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. You can kind of see like if you if you click on a game, you can see which of your friends have started it recently and which of them are playing it. So let's say maybe you're trying to. Hop into Splatoon. Maybe you haven't played Splatoon in a year. You can go on there and see which of your friends have played it recently. Maybe you want to hit up those friends to play with you because you know that they're they're playing it too right now. I'd rather see that they're useful. playing it live right now than that they have played it. Well, you, I mean, you've always been able to see that. Right. So I don't personally like you having. All right. Taking your example, having seen that you've played it like two days ago, I don't think it does me a whole lot of good, to be honest. Hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. I, it could help. I don't like, care I saw that they that did there were Some people that were playing Minecraft recently. I don't have Minecraft, but maybe if I was thinking about getting Minecraft, I could say, oh, okay, well, these are my friends who play it right now. Yeah. Maybe it's you know, still an active live game that I want to jump into. Sure. Okay. That makes I sense. thought it was cool. I might check it out every once in a while to see what people are up to. This didn't bother me as much because, again, it's hidden. It's off the main screen. Like I'm never going to go check anyway. I so. had no idea this was a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can now transfer screenshots and video to your phone over Wi-Fi. Scan a little QR code. Did you try thing. it yet? No. I have not. No. I did. It's very easy. I really like it. You don't need to use your social media anymore. You don't have to kind of do oh. the tedious. I'm going to plug it into my computer anymore. Um, Which brings it's, us it's to the next easy. one. You can now plug in <laughs> with a USB cord to your computer and transfer without having to take over your, your SD card. Now, I have actually helped Rebecca prepare for review in getting screenshots off the Switch system to the PC because if you don't send them to, uh, to, to social, if you don't send them to Twitter, they don't get compressed. So you get one-to-one. Like if you go directly from your SD card, you're getting the full resolution video and image that you captured. Yeah. Um, nice. So it's much better quality. I have done complete video reviews of Nintendo Switch games completely using the screenshot tool. That's it. That's the only thing I use for capturing video and, and clips of the entire thing, like 15 minute reviews, the entire thing done just off a of switch. No capture card or anything. But you only can do 30 seconds at a you time. You can only right? do 30 seconds at a time. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. I couldn't do it. Um, I forget the Lion's Song, which is a really cool indie game that I got a review code. Uh, if you go look on YouTube, 
did my entire review just that. I specifically wanted to try it just to talk about it, like kind of like an extra thing on top of my review. Did the mm-hmm. entire review with just clips. So as my review is referencing things that I liked or didn't like about the game, I'm actually clipping pieces out of that specific section. Yeah, I think 30 seconds is very fine for, it's a for lot. that purpose. 30 it's seconds a lot, is a yeah. lot when you're clipping together like a voiceover for a review. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds is a lot. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how much you can read in 30 seconds. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's really, really cool. Um, I think, honestly, the biggest thing out of this would be the next one. Prioritizing downloads. You can now pick and choose which is downloading first. Which is a big deal for me because most oftentimes, um, I've talked about this past, my shopping habit, I see a game that I'm interested in, I throw it on my wish list. I usually, every time I go to buy something, I always check my wish list. So a new game comes out, I open up the store, I'm going to go buy it. Before I buy it, I go check my wish list. What's on sale? Comb through it, see if there's something. And more often than not, I'll buy three or four games at a time. Oh, wow. So I'll buy the game that I'm there for and then I'll buy another one that's on sale. And yeah, wanting to be able to pick and choose because in the past I've always had to cancel the download, trigger the download, cancel it, mm-hmm. you know, because I want to play this one first and then re-trigger the other one. So this is nice. It's also helpful for people who are doing system transfer uh, transfers and they're re-downloading everything. And you're right, maybe Very they want to much. do a couple things first. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've done that before too. And then uh, you get 12 new icons. From Super Mario Bros. More icons They're that they've all added. all Mario. Every single one Great. is Mario. I honestly had forgotten until this like started hitting Twitter that we even had icons. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. I I, I totally I just... I forgot my icon was. <laughs> to be honest. I, yeah, I set my icon and it's just been that way for God, a year or two. Yours I, is Kirby. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, Meta Knight. I don't know what They're it like is, 20s, but you know? I just said it there. And that's, that's, it's been that way for a long time. So, yeah. Donnie, I know you don't like the actual Switch Online icon on your home screen, but I actually really like the actual, when you go into the app and see it, it organizes oh, all yeah. of your um, libraries. It really does a good job of, um, for each of the systems, breaking it up into like the release year. It's very organized. Um, I think, you know, since we talked about how we can't have folders because Nintendo doesn't want to give us folders, yeah. as they start adding more of these libraries to Switch Online, which we presume that they are, um, it, it'll be a, it's almost like it's acting as a folder that you can go into it and they're all right there. Yeah, it's like a one um, Very clean. It's very organized. So even though it's a little bit annoying on the outside, on the menu itself, uh, the inside of the app, I think is actually fantastic. R- Rebecca, did you say folders? Like, I did say folders. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, the okay. missile they, folders. You might not have heard of them before. They did folders inside <laughs> an app custom built for us, right? Is is that what you're saying? Okay. Um, okay. Groups. Groups. Yeah. yeah. Can, you, can you delete the actual apps? So the apps that you download, like the NES and the Super Nintendo apps, can you delete them and just launch them from the Nintendo Switch? I don't think so. No, I think it's just a a faster way of getting it to, you know, getting to it. So when you launch a game, so when you launch a game from the Nintendo Switch online icon, does it then launch the app? I believe so. Yeah, I think it does. Okay. So it's like a bookmark. It's like, yeah, it's like kind of a faster way to get to it. You don't want to look through everything. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. I guess so. I mean, I can see the value in that. I, I know I told you this on Twitter. I totally think it'd be a whole lot cooler if they styled that icon in the style that the other yeah, icons I know, are. I know, like, but then you wouldn't notice it. Oh, you totally would, because they just make it red, but if they made it outline red instead of the whole thing being red, right? <laughs> See what I'm saying? Oh, but it doesn't catch your eye. It would look so cool. I know. Donnie, we know what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, I think we get it. <laughs> we, we, I, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. It would but... look cooler. It would be better. I don't. I just, somebody didn't think about it. If I could have told them, they would have listened. 
Guys, I want to mention something. Um, I've had a recent issue only once, but but it happened and with me and Kevin. Uh, my switch, when I docked it, it blacked. I've heard this happening to a lot of people. Okay, so update. it's not just the stand itself. It I think it has to do with the new update. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. But basically what happened was I tried to put the stand in. The stand did not recognize it or the dock. And my switch just blacked out. I had to hard reset it. Um, and it seemed to be fine. Um, yeah, I, you two weren't uh, the only ones I've been hearing mm-hmm. that pop up. So just be careful. If you have your games in suspension and you try to dock it, be careful because uh, that, those games will. Do you want to say what, what you did to fix it in case anyone experiences that themselves? I held the power button a very long time, and then it just popped up. Everything was fine. Okay. So yeah, oh, that's, just that's good. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it if it, if it's not turning on or whatever. Just hold the power button for extremely long periods of time. It'll come back up. I've totally moved. I've totally moved to my actual switch, the dock model. Now I'm like full 100 percent over here now. Nice. I've basically moved the light on to Victoria. This is my new primary system. She's just animal crossing away now over there. Yeah, That's satisfy. You know, you gotta do. I it. love. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Ready for the Switch Pro? Ready, ready to move on. Me too. Me too. Yeah, so save that. Um, I wanted to get into what we we're planning on doing this December uh, and a lot of different things. So let's start with our plans because we have some plans, some announcements, some housekeeping that we need to do. Next week, we're going to delay the podcast today because if we recorded on Thursday, we'd be recording as the Game Awards were happening. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to do that. Uh, I reached out to the team thinking that I'd stream it. Like, you know, like everybody on the internet, let's stream the Game Awards. Haley tells me it's four hours long. They it, they it's really long. drag it out. It's Never mind. Not, not going to stream it. No, I'm not going to do that. That's There's too only long. so many interesting parts. They do like performances. They That's do too like, much. More there's than lots of commercials, there's lots, and there's lots of commercials and advertisements. I'm going to play games and just follow on Twitter. I'll just get yeah. the announcements as they happen on Twitter. Um, so that's one thing that we're going to do. Also, Christmas. We're taking a Christmas break. Um, this is something that um, I typically do. I wanted the entire PSVG thing to do. Everybody's going to kind of do their own thing. So Nintendo Shack and Xbox Empire will be taking a two-week hiatus for Christmas week and New Year's. We're not going to leave you high and dry. We are going to record our favorite games of the year episode with Elaine. It's going to be the ultimate Shaq Empire crossover. We're going to do it all together, and we're going to put that out one week. The next week, we are going to release Rebecca's patron-exclusive DLC episode across the Shaq feed and Elaine's upcoming dlc episode across the empire feed so if you guys have never listened to our dlc episodes you have no idea what we do in the patreon land during our little christmas hiatus we're going to release that to everybody so they can get a taste of what it's like to support us on patreon and what you get for three bucks a month that you sign up over there so all about me and elaine oh it's gonna be a blast i think folks are gonna like it i think we're gonna cherry pick a few i i want to anyway i haven't given a whole lot of thought but i want to take something from strong style and something from board of their vegan i kind of want to turn into just like a little promo like here's what Mm -hmm. we do on patreon get a taste if you like it you know you can support us over there so a little christmas gift yeah yeah so we're gonna have some content's gonna go out there i hope folks like it um i i need a break (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's not from you guys <laughs> it's not from you guys i love recording with you guys it's just uh we've done a lot this year i've done a lot between game yeah. tech these shows decade of horror 
like so much. And I think a lot of, you know, the things that I've been saying and talking about on Twitter and, and in their Discord and stuff privately for the last couple of weeks, like I really, I need a break. So we're going to take a good two weeks off. And I'm just going to play games and spend time with my kids and do Christmas and stuff. So um wanted to get out that, that out there. But on to the actual news. What are your plans or predictions for the Game Awards next week? My plans, I'm I'm going to be helping cover it with Twinfinite. Um, cool. Predictions, I <laughs> am going in with very low expectations because I was not impressed with what Nintendo brought last year uh, compared to previous years. So I feel like if I get my hopes up, I will be disappointed. I would love if they had a Breath of the Wild trailer. Um, I don't think they will. Ooh. I think it's still too early. You think they might? I have a list. Oh, oh, wow. oh you can't <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, so I wrote down a list of everything that I think could possibly happen. You have higher expectations than I do. These are not what I think is going to happen. I'm, I'm kind of with happen? you, but here's the thing. I'll I'm, tell you what I want. I'm with you on have, let's have low expectations, but I'm not 100% with you that I think that doesn't mean Zelda because if they wanted to, I totally think they would show Zelda for a lot of different reasons. So let's start there. Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Could they show it? I think they could. It's, they could. It's been what, two years almost? A year and a half since we've seen it at E3? Because it was E3 before last E3. Which we was didn't it E three? Okay, yeah, because oh, me and Caroline watched it together. Yeah, okay, it was okay. yeah. So it's twenty eighteen. It's a year and a half ago. Goodness. Um, so it's been a minute. They've shown it at the Game Awards before. When they've shown stuff at the Game Awards before, they've totally shown it like just running in the background. They've shown mm-hmm. nothing of it at the Game Awards before. Could that be what we see? Totally, totally could show it and it not be anything at all, <laughs> and we all get excited. So like. Remember that is a possibility. They, they could show nothing and still show it. And also, they could show it and still delay the game. Mm-hmm. They've done that several times. <laughs> they could show a little snippet, something that's hardly yep. anything, and not have a year and have us wondering, well, when is it coming? They could show it and announce a delay. That's They totally could be like, here's Breath of the Wild 2, no, I don't- 2022. I don't think they would do that. I think they would, would say nothing not. at all because they that is and delay is negative and they wouldn't want to bring anything negative. I agree. I'm just remembering the past, like that second time they showed the game awards, and then like a month later they delayed the whole thing like two years. Yeah. <laughs> like so I see the reason I say the things I'm saying is I've seen people say it's not ready because of COVID and all the things, which I agree with. So that's why they won't show it. That's the part I don't agree with. I don't think that has anything to do with whether Nintendo would show it or not. No, I. the reason why I don't think they would necessarily show it is because we're so close to Age of Calamity. But I almost still feel like they could be kind of riding on the Zelda hype that people have right I now. I think so, yep. too. Yep. Um, I don't, I don't think it would interfere game. with Age of Calamity at all. Okay. So my list, or Garrett, do you want to go or do you want me to do my list here? I don't have much predictions like Rebecca, uh, so go for it. Well, I'm I have gonna... one other thing that they... Okay. De- depending on who it is there could be a smash reveal um i think if it's someone mainstream enough um, because to me the game awards is not the same stuff that we would expect to see in in a nintendo direct it's a lot more mainstream i think for a wider audience so i think depending on who it is like when we got joker what was it two three years ago yeah Mm -hmm. um that is i think a very mainstream announcement that freaked me out for a smash character yeah Um, i think if it's another mainstream character like that you would see that 
Yes. Doom guy, definitely. Yes. Yeah. You would definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Smash on here. I put it at the bottom because I think, I feel like it's, I don't remember how long it's been, but I feel like Steve and Alex and all them was pretty recent. I feel like we haven't waited long enough for the next one. Is that wrong? Um, what was it, September? Yeah. yeah. It feels current. I feel like usually the time, the space in there is a little longer than this. It normally is a few months, yeah. I think. Okay. So it could happen. The top of my list is Bayonetta 3. Yes, I, that's what I was thinking in my head. If if I had to make a bet, that would be the where I'd put money. Like if I had to, if I had to make a bet, I would bet on Bayonetta three resurfacing and showing up the Game Awards. And then that was right. the only thing we've ever heard about it was at the Game Awards, right? right. And that, so it that's, seems fitting. It's a good place to bring it back, especially if it's ready to go for this year, which yeah. I hope it is. If it's not, <laughs> I'm real concerned about Bayonetta. There's problems. <laughs> yeah, I'm real concerned about Bayonetta, and it seems like it would which fit, be surprising too. It seems like it would fit in well with kind of what they're doing already this year. We got Monster Hunter, Shin Megami yep. Tensei, No More Heroes three. Throw a Bayonetta in there. It's like man, Nintendo's got hardcore games for real gamers you know very like, japanese yeah it's got a lot of stuff <laughs> so that's my first one all right here's the one that i don't think people want to hear but i totally think it's possible i totally think they could show us bowser's fury whatever for mario 3d okay. world at the game awards sure i think yeah that's i don't see a problem with that we already know it exists There's, they throw us a little reminder that i think if be that like was the only thing yeah. that they did at the game awards people would be like <laughs> upset <laughs> that's the only thing no i almost <laughs> even expect that i thought we were yeah, just too. talking about brand new things that we yeah. like yeah like this we already know about because that's like what february yeah 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 so it's february. close it's real close and it's oh, the only yeah. thing I, they I have think left it would to be talk weird about. if they didn't have a trailer for that at the game awards yep um <laughs> i wrote this down metroid and then next to it i wrote who knows LOL, okay. <laughs> no, um, oh God, no. I had my expectations for that last year. So here's what I'll Forget say about, about Metroid. Um, there's a lot of things in the air. Kratos just showed up in Fortnite. That's a real thing. There's all this fan speculation and rumors that Master Chief is going to show up, which has let all the people think that, like, oh, my God, it's Soul Calibur again. Does that mean Metroid is showing up? Is Samus in Fortnite? Could be. I don't know. Could be. That could be it. But. We've had a lot of Metroid smoke for years. And it's not all Too been... <laughs> but here's the thing, though. You're right. But it's not all been just Reset Era. We've actually had legit people that went on record that have good track records that have said, like, there's a 2D, there's a 2D Metroid game. And uh, I don't know who the people are that did the the Samus Returns. Was it Mercury something or whatever? They yeah, haven't done anything since then. Maybe they're doing something like that. Maybe there's a remaster you know like but it's been a couple years since metroid 4 like from prime actually got something like mm-hmm. i could see well, metroid something the l- last year the big rumor for the game awards was metroid prime trilogy that's what the big rumor was that everybody was. said was going to be an announcement and it wasn't True. so i i can't go into this expecting mm-hmm. metroid prime trilogy again because my heart will be broken again i agree um i i do agree just listing a, a list of things yeah. that I think could happen. I don't think it's mainstream enough for the Game Awards. I think the Game Awards is the perfect place to talk about Metroid because, to be honest really? with you, I don't think I don't think Metroid does as well in a Nintendo Direct as it would at somewhere like the Game. I don't Awards. think Nintendo has confidence with Metroid to put it at the Game Awards. I feel like, and, I, and this is me just completely projecting. I feel like the PlayStation and the Xbox fans are more excited for Metroid than any other like Nintendo franchise. Like Metroid might be the one that gets some of them to think, ooh, I should I should get a Switch. I should play. I want to play Metroid. 
Maybe because mm. the Metroid has that dark ambiance feel to it, if if that's what's going to be Whereas, with Metroid Prime 4. I don't think that's Nintendo's bread and butter with yeah, Mario and Mario Golf and Donkey I Kong. Yeah. They, it would be smart for Nintendo to do that, to get their attention. I don't think those people that you just described even know what Metroid is. Good point. Maybe. The next one I wrote down is Monster Hunter. Totally expect to see Monster Hunter yeah. again. Sounds good, mate. Um, ooh. Would they take? Let me say, I'm gonna take you for a trip here. Don't just immediately say no. Would they hint or show new hardware at the Game Awards? Not detail it, not price it, not date it, but just announce that it's a thing or show a trailer. No, that's not Nintendo's thing. They want their own like announcement for that. Game Awards free marketing. Remember Nintendo and inve- remember Xbox unveiled the Series X. No, it's not Nintendo style. I think they would just drop a trailer, a trailer right beside a trailer. The Game Awards, yeah, a trailer. Remember, and here's what that. I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Remember when the Switch was unveiled to us? How far out it was unveiled before we got like the big breakdown yeah. of everything that it was? Well, what if it was just that? Like, there's a new I Switch totally coming. That, we'll talk yeah. to you later. I but, totally like, believe that. Here's a look at it. Here's what it looks it. like. <laughs> Rebecca's like, kill yeah. your, kill your dreams. I um, think they would have to like le- lead something out in that commercial where it's something a little different. Because if they just say new Switch, I don't know if that would catch people's attention. It's like, I, I already got a Switch. Like, why do I need this? If they showed a little and bit. It's of sleek. It's, and it, it's sleek and it's, and it's that's it. the functionality is like great. If they yeah. just showed it. What yeah. if they talked about Breath of the Wild? They're like, hey, it's Breath of the Wild 2 is a trailer. And then they were like, wait till you get to play on this thing. And that's it. Sets yeah. the internet on fire. <laughs> Okay, and they just walk one. out, right? <laughs> All the non-Nintendo fans set the internet. Yeah, fire, like that. That's yeah. marketing. Like that's perfect marketing. Okay, um, this is my last point. Mm-hmm. It's three points, but and I think you guys will understand where I'm trying to go here. I'm trying to think of a third-party game that gets announced at the Game Awards coming to Switch. Mm. That's not necessarily Nintendo news. So I wrote down Among Us, Fall Guys, or Apex. Maybe something else. That's in my head space is like there's probably a third party game, a port or something that's like in you're going to get to play it on Switch. That makes sense. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, Ball I can see it. Something. Yeah. Ball guys, not Among Us. It can't. No. no, Among no, Us no, no, will no. never come to Switch. I was in a, the, my biggest part of listening to these three is I was trying to pick games that were contestants, contenders for awards. So I was kind of going uh, for okay, but it could yeah. be anything. But. Something like that. Um, I, I just want to say Hipster Pop Geek brought up a really good point in chat that we will not see a new hardware announcement at the Game Awards because that's right before Christmas. You don't want to announce new hardware when they're trying to sell units for Christmas. They already did that for their Switch too, though, right? Like they revealed it before Christmas. I disagree with him. Yeah. Personally. No, I think that's a good point. Why would they? That would be silly so for them The point to that I say that I disagree is we just had two other manufacturers announce hardware and they're sold out. The Nintendo Switch is selling off the shelf right now. Like, they can't keep stock. So, I think now is the perfect time to let people know that are planning, maybe planning. So don't on, buy our product for Christmas because I don't, we're... I don't think anybody's going to do that. See, I don't think that's a legit thing. I, I think... Yeah. I think the... I, uh, all right. So, let me rebuttal. I think the rebuttal is don't go and buy that PlayStation 5 just yet. Mm. We've got something for you. Or at least, at least to get the, in their people's minds. Because think about it. You're somebody right now. You want a PS5. Mm. 
you can't buy one. See, I, I disagree. I don't. They're not competing directly with Sony and, and Microsoft. At the end of the day, they're all selling video game systems to consumers. Like they're they're all competing at the same time. But I don't think their messages don't. I agree. Buy that PS5. I don't think that's the message, but that's the that's the justification for showing it early. Like, hey, it's not just about them. We too have something you need to know about. It's just that little. Nah. Again, maybe I'm yeah. not expecting them to do a price in mm. detail specs anything. I'm just saying, just set the hook. Like, oh, here's this thing. I'm thinking of the audience for Game Awards. I, I think of like, you know, gamers like ourselves and more of a broad audience. And like, I think people either have a Switch and think about getting a Switch Pro next year. Like thinking about it. The Game Awards, it. they buy them all. Yeah, they buy them all. <laughs> That's like, the audience. I, they buy all the consoles. I don't think it's parents like looking at this. No, this but there would still be that would still eventually make its way onto YouTube, eventually make its way onto, you know, the the, sure. the outlets mm-hmm, that sure. parents will see. Yeah. Is that I don't any, think people will care that much, though. You don't think? Is that any With different the than, Pro, the, than no. the constant Switch Pro rumors that have been happening for the last six months anyway? Maybe not. Hmm. Um, so th- those are those are the things that I wrote down that I think yeah, could happen. What I what I don't think happens, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. No, there'll be Pokemon's no Pokemon Snap. There'll be no Pokemon. No, no, yeah. no, no. There'll be I'll none of that. Not, yeah. I think. Oh, just just level with me here. Monolith. We haven't heard from them. In they're a doing long Breath time. of the Wild. Oh, they're helping. Yeah, right. But I mean, a Xenoblade kind of offshoot title, maybe. Maybe yeah. announce something at the Game Awards. I would say it'd have to be a port, but they just did a port. Well, no, they already did a port. Yeah. Right, but that's the thing. I think it's too early. Like they did, Xenoblade two, they did two Torna and Definitive Edition, and you're expecting another game? Uh, just an announcement. Okay, right. Sure. It's not too early versus Metroid Prime Four. Oh, I think it's. I still think it's too early for. No, no, no. <laughs> I disagree with you, but I'm gonna let you have it. Okay. I don't want to okay. ruin your dreams. You believe in it, Garrett? I want. Oh, well. I want it to happen. At, I, at best, at best, it would have to be Xenoblade X port. Yeah. At, at this okay. point, at this point, I think they're probably a year. I think they're full hands on deck getting Breath of the Wild 2 out. Like that yeah. entire thing is now they've got Xenoblade out of the way. It's all hands on deck for that. And then they'll go back to Xenoblade something. Okay. Sounds good. That, that'd be my guess. Um. So, yeah. Anything else? Are you excited? Are you hyped up? I will play probably side stuff of Age of Calamity while I watch this for a few hours. And, and that's pretty much it. I, I mean, I like the performances in there, actually. Like like the music performances at Game Awards. They they bring in some really cool bands. I've um, talked I a lot of Is it Pearl Jam? I heard Pearl Jam. Is that true? Pearl Jam? That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. Oh, that would be a grab. I That, that would be interesting. I've said a lot of things about how oh, Hipster Pop Geeks' new Fire Emblem. It's too early. It's too <laughs> early, man. Um. I, yeah, so I, I think I've said a lot of things about the Game Awards. I thought last year's show was really good. I was actually won over. Because of the Series X. Well, it wasn't no, it wasn't just that. I actually thought the show, I thought that the show was better. Like, I didn't mind oh. the show as much. And now here's mm. the thing. I was I bored to tears. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't watch it. I'm just, on I see. Tw- I'm just on Twitter while I'm playing a game. I got Twitter yeah, going I. and I'm like, ooh, that's an announcement. Ooh, that's an announcement. Because that's all I'm here for. I'm just for yeah, the announcements. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about who wins. I don't care about the awards or the categories or any of that. I'm just there for the announcement. And I thought announcements so wise, the show last year really kind of brought it actually in a way that I didn't expect. Yeah. And the Series X. Yeah, it helped. 
They're <laughs> <laughs> saying it's Eddie Vedder. It's not. Um, oh. Yeah, as, yeah. as long as he climbs, you know, the stage and gets up on the train and stuff, like that'll be <laughs> that'll be amazing. <laughs> um, so December, Empire of Sin, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Fire Emblem, Shadow Dragon, and Blade of Light out mm-hmm. now. John Wick Hex out now. These cool. are all out. Doom Eternal next week. I'm very excited about this. Way too excited for anybody to actually believe me. All of the Bit Trip games are coming to Switch. All of them. Core, Void, Flex, Beat, Fate, Runner. They're $5. And if you buy one, you get all the other ones at like 60% off. So they're like $2. So you can buy them all for like 20 bucks. basically what, what that means. Um, Cube Life Island Survival is a Minecraft game that most nobody has ever heard of. I played it on Wii U. It was fantastic on Wii U. Jack loved it a lot. So if you're into those types of things, maybe look into that. And then I don't know who put this in here. I put this in here. Mercenaries Blaze Dawn of the Twin Dragons Rising. There, there's Ryza. no rising in there. Rising. <laughs> no, there's no rising in there. Um, I actually got, you know, recent attention to this game. It looks super cool. It's an old school strategy RPG. It looks like from GBA sprites, like that type of style. Uh, it looks like Final Fantasy Tactics, but just in Ooh. a new new IP. I like it, Final Fantasy Tactics. It certainly looks like that. And they have like previous entries. It's by a studio in Japan. It's like an indie studio. Uh, they have previ- previous entries in the Switch, but I think I'm going to start out with this one and, and see how it goes. It's 15 bucks, and it comes out December 17th. Nice. So mm-hmm. December's got some games. Before you, we all run off and do the Christmas stuff, there's some games to play. I'm getting mm-hmm. Mortal Phoenix Rising. Totally playing on Xbox. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And I'm getting Empire Sin, too. I haven't played that as well on cool. Xbox. Rebecca, to get some questions direct from the listeners. <laughs> yeah, our first question has to do with uh, one of the games you just said. West3DP wanted to know if anyone has played Immortals Phoenix Rising Stadia demo. Will anyone will be picking it up on Switch? I totally played the Stadia demo. I did. Me too. It's really good. It's real good. I'm excited for it. It's good. I just, every time I play that, like, I played the demo, I feel like it's a generic third party, like, RPG. I was talking about Empire. The thing that I don't know how I'm going to land on this game, but the thing that I just didn't expect it to to hit me the way it did when I played the demo is the dialogue. Oh, that was rough. It's very, it's like satire and tongue and cheek and funny. Yeah. It's just, I, I didn't know that. I don't know why. Like, I just didn't know that. And I don't know. Like, I feel like it lessens the adventure in a way. Like, if you're just going to mm-hmm. make fun of it. Now, maybe it gets really funny. and it, it, But the demo wasn't super funny. It, so it was like It, it was it rougher was, than Borderlands. Comedy. It was landing it was. so flat with me. I was like, are they going to do this the whole time? Because right. I might not want to play. <laughs> now, I, I heard people playing it. It's not as bad as there the you go. demo. That's what yeah. I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping it's, for. It's less dialogue than you think. But that opening and the intro. and Because the, the demo, like, you got to sit there for four minutes while they do their little thing. And oh, my it's gosh. Like, is this the whole thing? Yeah. I, so, I played this game. It's very Ubisoft and, like, oh, yeah. let's get Breath of the Wild yep. themes in here. I'm, I, and I'm... When I played it, I'm like, okay, I, I've seen this before. I'm I'm okay. I want all the Breath of the Wild games. Give me all of them. Yeah, like there's uh, there's nothing sacred about somebody else does something really good, and you copying and trying to do that as well. Like there's nothing sacred about that. I'm all for. Well, it. I feel like I should be loving this game because of that. Like I don't, 
I mean, I should have interest in it. It's so incredibly Breath of the Wild. I've been talking to Jeff it is. as he's, as he's been playing. I should it. check like, it out. It's got all the shrines and the puzzles it. and yeah. Yeah. It's all yeah. there. So I'm excited. We'll see. I haven't got a chance to play it yet. I'm sorry. The actual game, I have it. I bought it, but I've been tiling my, my kitchen. So I haven't played it yet. Play it this, I'll play it tomorrow. Now, picking it up on Switch, um, I, I'm just hearing from Kevin. Kevin's impressions. It is very muddy textures, very kind of rough on Switch. There, there was a patch day one that made it better for him, and like the frames are steady, but still. Go to YouTube. He said, type in yeah, exactly. PS5 or Xbox versus Switch Immortals. And if you don't mind what that looks like, then more power to you. Yeah. I minded quite a bit. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> when I saw the direct, I'm like, I very mind the quality yeah. of the this draw game. distance is like cut in half, and there's like a fog. Over the entire picture, it's like, oh no! <laughs> and the frames are just uh, no thanks. It's just rough, it and it's rough. so sharp and clear on on Xbox. Like it's very vibrant. And PC, and really, really so sharp good. picture clarity. And yeah. um, I get, I get a di- like. Once you get used to it, Rebecca, it's hard to go back. Like it's really there hard is this to like back. blissful thing. You're like, it doesn't matter to me. I never see it. But that's the thing. It's like if you never see it, it doesn't matter. But once you I, do I see it, see it. Like, I mean, I, I have seen it. I I don't play games for how they look. To be completely honest with sure. you, it doesn't dazzle me at all. <laughs> so I talked to uh, I was like Jack got a Series S right. Mm-hmm. Jack's been very much. I've I've brought it up on the show. He's talking to his friends. Graphics don't matter and all these <laughs> Switch Warrior. He played Destiny Two as Series S, and literally four seconds in the game, he was like. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I look at it and I say, wow, but I don't like I, I'm not going to go seek out more expensive hardware or, a, you know, a different version just for that. I don't care about that. Cool. At all. I do. I don't. I have no rebuttal. I, I, I think I do. Every time I go That's back fun. to Calamity, the first five minutes, I'm like, oh, this is rough. I always think that <laughs> you I'm do like, get used to it, right? You get acclimated I, to it. And it I doesn't bother you it. as much. Yeah. Yeah. As I go on. Yeah. But man, oh, man. The beautiful thing so about Switch better. is that most of their games didn't matter, right? Because true, Paper Mario looks amazing. Like, Paper Mario exactly. looks great. Um, so it doesn't matter for Nintendo. The problem is when Ubisoft wants to put a game over there. They or kind of matter. Yeah, they kind of yeah. matters. It matters a lot. Connor wants to know, I recently finished CrossCode and I absolutely loved it. It took a Congrats. lot of patience to solve the puzzles to do some research to understand the game's equipment and leveling mechanics. What was the last game you enjoyed that demanded something from you? Or in the wilderness. Yep. What was demanding about that? It was just, it was really, there were several sections. It was tough to figure out where to go. And then actually there were several sections to figure out how to do it. Um, the, one of the things I always bring up when I tell people how much I loved Ori was there was this one point in the game where um, I'm trying to explain it. You had to, so in Ori, you can jump near projectiles that will kill you, mm-hmm. but you can like kind of boost off of them and change their direction. So there was this one section where a person shoots a projectile at you. You had to then jump, shoot that projectile in a different direction. And so it goes this way off the cliff. And as it's falling, you have to run all the way down and catch it at the bottom and then shoot it to open a door. And I had never done anything like that in a game before. And I remember sitting there for 30 minutes trying to pull it off. Like one, just trying to figure out what to do. Like I was at this door, I didn't know where to go. And I'm, you know, I'm going all over the game trying to figure out, I'm like, I have to go through this door. And then once I figured out, I was like, ah, this is what I have to do. And then actually pulling it off after failing 10 times to do it, I was like, this is very impressive. Like I have never done this in a game and I've been playing games for a long time and I've never done this, like this little Mm. section. And Ori's full of that for me. 
for me and Ori, like the ending section of Ori, where you literally can't touch the sides at all or you will die. So you were just warping from like scene to scene to scene and you're ricocheting off of everything and one miss, like you start all over again and then actually pulling it off. The sense of accomplishment that I got from beating Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Um, you know, it's like, it would have been like if I, had, if I could have beaten Hollow Knight, I couldn't beat Hollow Knight, but it's like that. It wasn't hard. It was doable. I did it. I never felt like I couldn't do it. Um, but it was challenging. It challenged me in a way to kind of mm. stick with it and keep and learn it. Like, you know, I think I've talked to you guys about this. Like when Ori was announced for Switch, like to master that, mm-hmm. you know, cause mm-hmm. I think with Ori and the Will of the Wisps, it teaches you to master its controls. And I need I, to play this game. I don't think a lot of games do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, a. Yeah. I'm I'm not I'm trying to say what I think without saying like it's not Dark Souls it's not you know it's not hard but I mm-hmm. feel like that addiction to that game style is similar I guess Okay I'm I was actually just going back to look at the list of games that I've played <laughs> recently to like this is a very good question I don't think I have quite as intricate of an answer as you just described. Um, I'm just thinking of hard games that were very demanding for me that I don't think I'll ever be able to beat Cuphead as much as I really want to. Yeah, that's that tough. game is that's hard a tough for me. game. It's tough. It, it, there's a lot that that game demands that I just can't do, and I love everything about the game. I love the concept. I love how it's beautiful. I love the music. I love the characters. I love all the, the enemies and levels and everything. It's just very precise reactions, very, you're doing it over and over and learning every time that you do it. It's, you can't make a mistake. Uh, it's very hard for me. Um, so that's a very demanding game for me that I wish I was better at. You know, Elaine loves CrossCode. She beat it and then bought the Switch version. She loves it so much. And she had it on that's Game so Pass. Cool. So, that's so cool. Yeah, I understand where he's coming from. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. really like this game. I want to get to it, but there's too many games. Uh, for me, uh, the last game that was really demanding was Fire Emblem Three Houses because I played it on hard classic. Oh, yeah. I don't even do that. Not even close. <laughs> yeah. And so I had to be very careful where to place my units. I had to replay a lot of missions to make sure I not make sure Should I didn't you do lose the DLC on hard classic too. Uh, I'm about to. I actually bought it last week, so I'm about to. The DLC is a whole separate thing. Like it's oh, I can't wait. The DLC is what I wanted the game to be. Like the game was pretty like paint by numbers Fire Emblem. The DLC is like good Fire Emblem. Like all kinds of different stuff. Random enemy spawns, controlling multiple points. Like good Fire Emblem. Cool. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, But yeah, that that game on hard. I I mean, I I I can't even imagine a harder difficulty and like having fun because I was like, okay, this is about the limit. (laughs) That you know, take my time and do the. All the tactics with that game. So, yeah. Low Roll wants to know, (laughs) do you think the PS5 Pro rumors are true? I think so, Laurel. I think so. PS5 Pro coming out. Double graphics cards. Double graphics cards with a slide. Two GPUs. (laughs) Two GPUs. This is the stupidest rumor. (laughs) Okay. Should I go on? (laughs) No. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> Vmox wants to know is there any possibility of Age of Calamity being canon when it comes to Breath of the Wild 2? Sure. Why sure. not? You know, let's ta- just say it is. Time travel's and- totally a thing in Zelda universe and that's for real. It's not sarcasm, it totally is. Mm-hmm. Could it be? Yeah, it could be. <laughs> totally could be. 
I and I'm saying this obviously as I'm only halfway through the game. I haven't beat it yet, but I feel free to shut this down if it's totally wrong. I almost feel like they're setting it up so that they could make an Age of Calamity 2 if they wanted to, but that that doesn't have to affect Breath of the Wild 2, that like Breath of the Wild 2 can just kind of continue on with what we know as the Breath of the Wild universe and timeline, but they're kind of setting it up so that if they wanted to make another Age of Calamity story continuing on with it, they could do so. Okay. Is that or, wrong? No, I don't think so. Donnie, uh, once okay. you do time travel, all bets are off. You got multiple timelines. You that's have all just, possibilities. That's everything. Yeah. It's comic books. It's superheroes. It's movies. Once you introduce the element of time travel, you can literally do whatever <laughs> you want. Um, I don't think the Zelda timeline ever took itself too seriously. I'm not true. as big of a Zelda fan as I am. I don't pay any mind at all to the timeline. I think that mm-hmm. Nintendo put it down on paper to appease fans. Um, mm-hmm. You cannot make any sensible rhyme or reason yep. to it. Yep. At all. You shouldn't because they never wanted to. Yeah, I don't really care um, about the timeline no. overall. But the thing that I did love so much about Hyrule Warriors is how it brought all of those worlds together. That's like mm. that special feeling that I think I have for Hyrule Warriors that I just don't have for Age of Calamity. Mm. And That's when fair. you it's just said game. Age of Calamity 2, I'm not going to lie to you, like I just kind of a little abrasive. I was just like... I don't the world and know. characters are popular <laughs> I don't know if I want that game. Whether I you really like it or not, they, they, it's popular. Sure. I'd rather them do Hyrule Warriors too, Or just a whole different thing, like a whole different Zelda-based Warriors game. Tell me a, a unique story, you know, like detach from the timelines together. Tell me a Zelda story in a Warriors system. Mm-hmm. Um, Zelda's never been different. about the stories. It's about the world and characters. Sure. Tell me a new one. <laughs> with new characters yeah i mean it's yeah. like age of calamity 2 it's like what yeah. now what, what would you do what, yeah what else is it's an epilogue <laughs> it's an epilogue to breath of the wild 2 i guess yeah. you have the prequel <laughs> you have the epilogue <laughs> i'm just saying that it's, it feels like that's what they're setting it up for I, that's, I haven't finished it so i don't know but that's probably more right than it's wrong mm, yeah okay uh kyle the pug wants to know our top favorite five favorite zelda games of all time um i, I saw this you know one I can't rank these. so i wrote mine down um of course i have mine <clears throat> wind waker i flip-flopped mm. again um I booted up my wii u I, I i opened up wind waker i totally got off outside island and i definitely was like smiling the whole time and just kind of remember why i love this game so much i totally respect that i think breath of the wild's a better game for all the right reasons the systems and everything are totally revolutionary and everything. But my favorite Zelda game is still Wind Waker. And it's because of the story. And, and a lot of my games are for the story. And I think Wind Waker has the best story in a Zelda game. I think it has the most weight and meaning because Link has family. And, and it's like a redemption story. I also am partial to Toon, to Toon, to Toon Link, but also Young Link. I like that little boy wonder approach uh, more so than like adult grizzled, you know, superhero Link. Um, I also love the combat. I think the parry system combat and the tools that you have at your disposal is the best. Wind Waker is the best as far as combat goes. Absolutely. It's really good. And I do still love the art style. I think it's a timeless art style and I think it only gets better with age and it's my favorite. And, uh, and I think the best reasons why Breath of the Wild is number two is because it draws a lot from Wind Waker. So Breath of the Wild is number two. And then I do Ocarina, Link to the Past, and then I almost fear to say this. I have Hyrule Warriors, number five, 
my oh, wow. favorite Zelda game. Um, and then, you know, I would put other ones off kind of, there's a group after that and I don't really know how to, how to pair them up or mix them. Okay. I'm going to go through my list real quick, just because it's going to be super quick. The only Zelda games other than age of calamity I have played is, uh, probably number one is linked to the past. Of course. Number two, I've been, I've been debating this. I think breath of the wild is still my number two. Number three, Ocarina of Time. It's a very, a very important game, I think. And then I've only played uh, Link Between Worlds. Um, I really enjoyed that game. I think I love the connection, but with with Link to the Past, I love the the novelty behind it, wh- where you know you sunk into a, a wall art, and there's all sorts of dimensions and puzzles with that. I think that was very unique with 3DS as well, with the 3D effect. I would certainly love that on Switch. Give me, give me that on Switch, please. And then I've only played the 2DS games and I've just forgot like Spare Tracks and what was the other one? For DS I, Phantom Hourglass. Yeah. Phantom Hourglass. I think I played Phantom Hourglass the most and I, I think I enjoyed it. I don't know. It's been a while. Garrett, you've uh, played Zelda games that I've never played. Really? Which one? I've never played those two. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're um, not that good. um my uh, list of top five ten whatever zelda games is always changing so this might be different if you ask me tomorrow lock it Um, in stone guys hold her to it (laughs) (laughs) generally though um a link to the past is my favorite because it was my first one it's classic i can played it more than any other game ever um ocarina of time is probably still my number two um just because of growing up with it and how much it means to me um breath of the wild would probably come in at number three at this point minish cap would probably come in at number four on most days and then wind waker wind waker might be number four and minish cap five to be honest i don't know those flip they're somewhere in there and I, I had Skyward Sword, Twilight, Link Between Worlds in, you know, like, next to Hyrule Warriors. I just don't know what order I'd put those in. Yeah. They're just kind it's of- hard. To me, they're, like, in tiers. Like, this five that I gave you, top tier. These are my fav- favorite Zelda games. Everything else is kind of a jumbled mess behind it. It's mm-hmm. very hard for me to rank Zelda games. I almost find myself trying to rank the 2D Zelda games different than the 3D games Smart. just because of how different those yeah. games are yep. to me. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, I would do the same. And yeah, it's also one of those things where it's like, I like so many of them. Like, I like most of them. I love Zelda games, my favorite franchise. So, you know, like, it's really kind of splitting airs at certain points. Yeah. Like, well, you know, yeah. you know, which one's eight or seven? Who cares? <laughs> um, our last question, Brendan wants to know, with Ubisoft uh, making saves move across platforms, do you think we could see bundles where you can get Switch version on other console versions, kind of like how Sony did cross-buying with the PS4 and Vita? No. That would be hard. Like, that would be very hard to pull off as a third-party publisher to do cross-platforms like that. I don't see it. I, I They should promise cross-save between switch versions and and other platforms from now on i think so but cross by if it's not within the same ecosystem because if, if you're charging more for both yeah then it's not cross by right cross by is you buy it a right. one you can play it everywhere um now a bundle could you see a discount i think that would be a really cool way to promote a game cool. like like immortals phoenix rising right it's what sixty dollars, seventy dollars, whatever it is, sixty bucks, brand new. Let's say for a hundred dollars, you got the Switch version and the DLC. That's something to think about for some people. 
for some mm-hmm. people. Um, but to be answered to answer the question, no. Maybe streaming. Maybe like if Ubisoft did a streaming thing, maybe. But maybe outside yeah, of streaming, outside yeah. of a streaming thing, no. I don't think so. And I actually, even with the streaming thing, if it's not going through Nintendo and through their eShop, they're not getting their cut. So that ain't happening either. And that's kind of the issue with like this utopian buy the game, play it wherever you want account system thing. It, it's there's too many hands in the pie. You know, right. somebody's going to be upset. And as long as somebody's upset, then that world's not going to come to reality. So, no. Sorry, Brendan. <laughs> is that it good thinking yeah that's it okay well that's gonna do it for us this week in the nintendo shack we will see you next week again one final time reminder we will be recording friday night next week as we recap all the news that happened in the game awards you heard it here first breath of the wild we could be natural pokemon snap week. get excited folks get excited. <laughs> definitely you will not be let down we never have been ever get crazy go out of your minds the sky is the limit (laughs) (laughs) um hype responsibly and uh yeah i would say you could stream it but yeah we're not going to stream it so uh we'll we'll recap the news that was and hopefully it's really exciting i would love to have some really exciting Mm -hmm. news as we go into christmas holidays and all that definitely be great i mean switch pro definitely being announced next week stop that'd be totally cool you know (laughs) Lower those expectations. Switch Pro hype. Let's go. <laughs> go into it expecting nothing that way. You can't be disappointed. Screen. And you'll be pleasantly surprised if there is something. DLSS. I was promised Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> no. I heard on the Nintendo Shack podcast that they're going to do this, this, and that. Say Jeff Grubb said it. It seems to work. <laughs> we'll around all the media. <laughs> Let's get on Eurogamer again. We can lie about it. It totally works. Still works. <laughs> I don't know. Guy, you can say that there's oh a PS5 God. Pro coming and With they'll talk about two it. two GPUs and everything. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> two GPUs. Come on. Okay. Has anyone seen two GPUs at a PC? It doesn't work. No game support two GPUs. <laughs> that rumor jeff's jeff's reaction to that rumor was amazing <laughs> uh, man that's that's the that's the best okay that's gonna do it for us this week good night Kooplings. bye-bye